We would like to take this opportunity to recognize the validity of the protests going on throughout the United States and the world, advocating for greater equality and justice for all people at risk. We want to affirm that love is love, that black lives matter, and trans rights are human rights. If I might, I will leave you with a poem. Something is terribly wrong if the pain, sorrow, and outrage of a people makes you more uncomfortable than murder itself. By Rupi Kerr. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Fortune and Strife. I'm Robert, or Bayushi Shinichi, and I'll be your host and narrator. I am Jeannie, and I am playing Dochi Gen. I am Tyler, and I am playing Okoto Ricci. I'm Tiff, and I'm playing Kuni Yui. I am Paul, and I'm playing Shishiro Bisho. You have just received word from your old friend Suzumi Ryuji. After the joyous letter you got in springtime that he and his wife Kaguya were expecting their first child, you were expecting a birth announcement. And it is. Of a sort. He is the proud father of a baby girl, but unfortunately, Kaguya passed away during childbirth. He has asked you to come to attend the funeral as quickly as you can and hints that his life might be in danger. And that's where we're going to begin. But before we do that, I'd like to introduce you to my players. Let's go ahead and start with Jeannie. Hi, I'm Jeannie Calvar. I will be playing Doji Gen for this podcast. I also podcast on the Cart Games RPG, and the table is yours. Excellent. Paul? Hello, I'm Paul. I'm playing Shishiro Bisho, and you may recognize my voice from Gates of Orchid and Iris and Tales of Swordfall. Excellent. Next up will be Tiff. Hey, I'm Tiff, and I will be playing Kuni Yui. Excellent. And lastly, we'll be Tyler. Hey, my name is Tyler Denning, and I will be playing Akoto Ricci. Excellent. So I think in that same order, we're going to go ahead and uh, set a scene before this letter arrives. And we're going to begin with Doji Gen and what they're up to. All right. Before the letter arrives, Doji Gen is working in the gardens of Kuten Doji. She is burrowing in the dirt far behind the castle where she has found an interesting burrowing beetle that she has not seen before. And therefore she is looking for it because it crawled under a clot of earth. Excellent, excellent. And where does Bisho find themselves before the letter arrives? Bisho is walking between towns or villages just out and about. And they are in open fields of rice patties, something really nice and picturesque and something to, to give them inspiration to either write poetry or sing a song about. And they are trying to get to the the uh, next town. <laughs> All right. And Kuni Yui, where might you be found before this letter arrives for you? She would be in the Crablands in between assignments, training, working out in some fashion, just rumping around. There we go. And... Akoto Ricci. Akoto Ricci would be outside of the manor house of Matsu Himari, who has just come back from a victorious campaign against the unicorn, and several samurai need a little bit of patching up and medical assistance. And so Ricci is there to sew up the, the wound. Excellent. All right. So I think to begin with, we will go ahead with Kuni Yui. And your senior witch hunter has sent to someone to gather you up. What do you need? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, a letter has just arrived for you, and I think it's uh, rather an important one at that. It bears the hallmarks of ill news. Okay. Hand it over. Um, it's uh, back at the uh, monastery. You'll need to come with if that's all right. Oh, of course. And I'll go with them. Sure. The two of you make off back uh, to the monastery, and that's where you see your senior witch hunter, and they hand you the, the note with uh, a bit of solemnity and some gravitas that is crab you're used to when you receive letters that are marked with ill news or bad tidings. Sorry, but it appears that you have some terrible news uh, that has arrived. I will leave you some time to go over the, the contents of the letter, but find me when you've completed it. And you open it up and it's as I described that your friend Kaguya is passed away in childbirth, but the baby a girl yet live, and despite vague warnings of danger from an unsteady hand, 
they have uh, invited you to attend the funeral of his wife and your friend. With warnings of danger, I am now, of course, immediately suspicious and concerned that there is some shysty things happening there, and I uh, prepare to make my way over. Okay. Yeah, you're given two weeks leave to go ahead and uh, take care of things. Your sensei and senior witch hunter go ahead and provide you with a good amount of traveling food and help you pack your things and get you started on the road. The path uh, from the Crablands to the Suzume Hills is not far, but by foot, they uh, still know it'll take you a few days to get there. Something that you should be able to handle. No problem. And you've definitely walked more than this in your witch hunting days from town to town, from place to place. But uh, yes, you're about to make your way across the hills there, the mountains into, I believe those are the Twilight Mountains, into the Sparrow Hills. All right. Okoto Ricci, you are tending to the the wounds of uh, soldiers. Go ahead and make me a TN2 medicine check. More than likely, uh, this is just a a routine thing. I'm going to go with Earth for just a recall just basic information. Uh, I think that's excellent. Why don't you go ahead and make me a TN2 Earth Medicine roll. Alrighty. So I have a Medicine of 2 and an Earth of 2. So this will be a very easy skill check. And I have gotten one success and one strife. All right. You have some difficulty getting the bandages applied in just the right manner and securing things to the patient with a shortfall of one. They're not going to uh, recover immediately. And in fact, after a while, uh, your sensei is, boy, have you not heard a thing I've been teaching you over the years? You have to go ahead and make sure to support the weight of the wound. Uh, that way it's not going to have the body's own weight draped down on it. This is a, whoop, uh, a patient with a laceration down the, uh, the upper arm. And he goes ahead and helps adjust and reset the splint and the sling that you had set up for this wounded samurai. And while they are going to take some time to uh, recover, it's it's a bit of a humbling lesson as your sensei goes over it again. Uh, Ricci just grits his teeth and just makes a small platitudes. Yes, sensei. Of, of course, sensei. I, I understand, sensei. But just that is as far as he goes. Yeah, you say you understand and you pay attention to the lessons. You read everything I've told you to read, but you still have not taken it fully to heart. Your head is still too much in the uh, desire to lead, to do battle, and not in the saving of, of the lives of your fellow soldiers. You have to remember this. And he, he, with that kind of the desperate shaking that your sensei often gets whenever he is reminded of the horrors of war and how bad it can get and just how terrible it is for uh, this man who has sent cohorts of young men and women into battle, into war, to kill and to reeve and to wound. And now they have done everything they can to try to mend those ways and walk the path of the medic, it's it's still difficult to see them this way, that the consequences of war still shake them this deeply, even after all the years you've been training with them. It is something that I bear, but uh, of course, just to make the grandfather of my soon-to-betrothed, just make him that much more happy with his life, I will do but soon. I continue to think about the aspirations that I have. All right, so it's about another couple hours, probably another three hours until you are all done with triage and treatments for the day. Luckily, between you and your sensei and the other medics under his uh, tutelage, no one else has succumbed to their wounds, and you can all call that a a win for the day. As you you return back to the medics' barracks, someone is there waiting with a letter sealed with the black wax and ribbon of the unfortunate passing of another. You take the note and you uh, see it is from your friend Suzume Ryuji and crack it open. And it is, as we've said previously, that his wife has passed in childbearing, but his baby girl and he are alive in this unsteady, scrawling hand that he is in some mortal fear, even if he's not coming right out and saying anything. This is where you find yourself at the end of a long day, still with the blood of your compatriots on your hands. When the world takes one life, it provides another. But this is very strange. I will tell the messenger to reply back to the sender, saying that I shall be there forthwith. Your sensei overhears that and uh, uh, begs you over. Is it as bad as it looks? You've uh, lost friend or family? 
Yeah, a dear friend of mine, Suzume Guya. She was at Kyudin Matsu when the fire happened way back when. She was one of the, the people I've met there. She was a very fine individual, and I would like to pay my respects to her and to her husband. Of course, of course. Now, I remember the girl. She was good. She had an easy smile and a, and a fine heart. She did not seek a world full of woe and pain. This is saddening. Here, and he excuses himself for a few minutes, and after just a uh, short bit of time, your sensei returns with a a doll done up in uh, lion livery of a samurai, but without the usual arms and armor that a doll in lion lands usually comes equipped with. Here, uh, give this to your friend Ryuji for his uh, daughter. Give them my deepest condolences. I certainly will do. Thank you, Sensei. Of course. Now, get ready, clean yourself up, make ready. If you need, talk to uh, someone about requisitioning a horse. It's a long way to the Sparrow Hills for you. I will take care of that. Thank you. Excellent. And why don't we go ahead and try for a requisition roll at this point, since, uh, yes, you are on the other side of Baden Pass from the southern half of the Empire. Your distance is just that much farther. So a general requisition roll is to take the rarity of an item. Unfortunately, we don't have a standard requisition roll for a horse, but I'm thinking that in your Lord's Stables, we'll call it a requisition five just to go ahead and get yourself uh, a standard pony or horse. So we're going to go ahead and modify that by your glory rank. So what is your glory on Okoto Ricci? My glory is 46, so I have a four glory rank. Not bad. So that would go ahead and drop its rarity by four. So you need to make me a TN1 courtesy check to requisition yourself a horse. So I'll go with water just because this is Lion Lands. I want to be a little bit more charming to them. Sure. You're not going to try and con a horse out of them or anything. You're going to charm. You're going to be friendly. You're going to be affable. Yeah. I'm trying to be as friendly as I can. Besides, the people work in the stables, I know them. They've had to come to me for scrapes and, and bruises from where the horses were a little bit unrowdy. There you go. All right. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and give you a horse that's a little easier to manage, give you a reduction on your next TN for having to command this horse. Perfect. Excellent. All right. That works uh, for me. All right. And next, we will go to Doji Gen as she goes looking after this beetle that she's found before her uh, grandmother calls after her from a distance. What? Yes? Oh, it got away. <sighs> dear, dear, please, it's, uh, get up out of the dust. You're going to go ahead and ruin this kimono you keep digging around like that. <sighs> of course, grandmother, I'm sorry. It's been you're still digging through the dust. Did you at least find it this time, whichever one you're looking for? I did but it got away. I think I saw another one er over there earlier on. However, I would recommend that we do not plant roses in this part of the garden. Sooner you're able to find that one and to commit it down to paper for that silly book of yours, the better this will be for my gardens. Time for you to clean up. Uh, you have a letter that's that's arrived and it uh, does not look good. And she goes ahead and hands you the letter with the, the black ribbon and a seal. And uh, yes, as to everyone else, it is the same scrawling, rambling hand of Ryuji speaking how his uh, wife has passed, but he is a baby girl, but that some sort of doom hangs over him. Oh, no. Sueno, I call for my attendant. Your attendant who is just nearby, as always, not as interested in the bugs as you are, but at least stands by and helps out whenever she can, however she can, even mm -hmm. if uh, at times she finds herself distracted with her own thoughts while you're busily painting away. She enjoys playing this shikarichi, so she's, she can play the flute while I... There you go, her bamboo flute that she would be have uh, been working on. Uh, yes, uh, again, what do you need? Um, I will need uh, provisions for a journey and uh, Konkokoro saddled. I, and you so yourself, if you could prepare, I have a journey to make. Of course, right away. And she tucks away her flute and heads off to the stables to saddle what is quite possibly the sturdiest and most uh, stubborn horse in all the doji stables to make ready for your journey. Oh, do you think you'll be long, dear? Uh, before I present myself to my grandmother, I, I brush myself off as best I can and you know, make a formal and proper appeal to my grandmother for leave to go to Suzumi lands to attend the funeral of my dear friend. Of course. Uh, 
I'll talk about it with your grandfather, but it shouldn't be a problem. No, losing family at a time like this, friends of yours that I know you've had for years now since you were a girl, and to lose a mother uh, and a wife at this time, I just I can't imagine. Please, grandmother. Please, grandmother. Don't say any more about it. Just be sure to get back soon. Remember, we still have the negotiations with your other grandparents to account for, and this this whole business of your arrangements. Uh, feel free to proceed negotiations without me. I'm sure I will have very little input in the final decisions. Be that as it may, this is about your future, dear. So again, while I'm sure your grandfather will approve whatever leave that you need and handle it through your, what is his name? It's always escaping me. Daigoji Uzan-sama? Uh, no, like Akita, the nice boy that uh, you spend so much time with. And uh, goodness, what is his name now? What is his name? Why do I always forget it? Uh, with a Y, the yo. You mean the Imperial Chancellor? Is, is that his position now? Hi, Grandmother. Uh, that boy, he's moving up in the ranks far too quickly for me to keep track. My goodness, Imperial Chancellor. She wanders off back to the house and you are left realizing that... Maybe it was on the side of the family that's to blame for the confusion of your presumptive nuptials, but yes. <laughs> All right. I am sure I like surprises, and I'm sure the wedding negotiations will be surprising. And I think going to the Suzumi lands might be very good if I'm not here while finding out what they are. And I hope everything works out in the end. Yes. Luckily, your grandmother is able to impart upon your grandfather the importance of being there for a funeral such as this and to be there for uh, the poor boy in, the, in his grief. And he arranges to have uh, a month leave for you to travel to the Sparrow Hills from the Doji lands. And Excellent. that's where you'll be heading off to. And Sueno, uh, with some difficulty, gets uh, Kinokotoro uh, saddled and ready to go and herself a very small and thin pony to accompany you all right let's be off all right. like old times hopefully better times and she instinctively reaches up and touches the outline of the eye patch she carries over one eye and she's like can't be worse than our other adventures one hopes mm -hmm. just a just a funeral that's all uh, yeah just a funeral very well let's head out now then and uh, you and your companion make way for a baden pass bisho you find yes. yourself with that the startling, tingling feeling on the back of your, at the nape of your neck, that you are being watched, but not just watched, but waited for in that way that tells you that your patron is somewhere nearby. So that someone knows what you are up to, even before you realize that you were up to some mischief yourself. Oh, the widest grin comes across my face. And wherever the feeling is strongest, I go there. You make your way up through uh, a few of the rice paddies up to uh, a levee that bisects between one uh, set of fields and another. And there you see a tall yet willowy form of a woman carrying sheaves of fresh cut rice. And she is uh, watching out over the rest of the, uh, the workers as they get through the end of this particular field's harvest of early autumn. Be sure it's not polite to set upon these poor people when they are in the middle of working their fields. They hardly have time to defend themselves. I'm a little surprised that she is calling me an old name, but I accept it because she is knowledgeable. And I give a very low bow that I only reserve for people I honor and respect and trust. And I say, what is your will, Sama? This is now not so deep. We're here amongst the, the mortals now. Uh, we don't want to give anything away. They think I'm just another one of them working the fields, as always. They'll forget I was here before the time is gone. And she reaches into the sheaves of rice that she carries and presents you with a letter. This was intercepted by one of my other messengers going for a Shoshiro Bisho that no one knows where they're at or whom they serve at the moment. It is time for you to Don that face yet again. I admittedly got rid of the face and a few other items, but I'm sure I can dig, dig it up somehow. 
See that you do. I believe that you made a bit of a promise, a promise that I'm going to keep you to and hold rather dearly. This is evolving for you, Jisun. And yeah, there's just a moment of silence as Bisho takes in the note and opens it, looks at it, thinks about the words and the contents. Do you have any more information on this? Like the name of the daughter? Uh, that would be telling, I assume so, but I don't want to necessarily give everything away. But if you must know, the child goes by Mariko. Thank you. That was so kind and benevolent of you. All I ask is that at least this time you pretend that you don't know it from the very beginning. I will pretend. Just for you. Very good now. Be on your way. As you wish. And turn on a heel and start heading where I keep my stash of things that I have kept. Excellent. You have effectively all the time in the world as your divine patron has no other need for you besides to carry out this task for them at the moment. And they turn and they make their way back down to the fields and they uh, begin to lead the peasants there and a bit of a work song to let the rest of the day transpire all the faster and all the richer because of it. And you make your way down south towards the Sparrow Hills. And with that, we have the opening of our game. Everyone, let's see. Who do we think would arrive first in the Sparrowlands? We have Akoto Ricci on a horseback with a horse that is easy to work with. We have Doji Gen with their horse that is anything but easy to work with, <laughs> despite their years of working together. We have Kuniyui on foot, but from the next, just over the hills. And of course, we have Shiro Bisho, who can travel the, in any way they wish. Who do we think would arrive first to the lands of the Sparrow Clan? I think Cooney would probably be the first one. Less distance and all that. Yeah, less distance. Chill's probably by foot, but yes, the distance is far less. And their rough scrabble life for many years before meant they aren't just used to riding in the saddle. They're used to walking and getting around by foot. So yes, let's say that Cooney Yui is the first to arrive in the lands of the Sparrow and make their way towards the village that works at where he is a Yoriki to a magistrate, Heya Mura, Plainsview Village, on the border with the Golden Sun Plain, outlooking these sacrosanct lands that the emperor has set aside to never be tilled and to never be, never be warred over. These lands are protected in perpetuity by the Son of Heaven. And the Suzume, they live just beside it, ever seeing those beautiful, bountiful fields and being stuck with a place of heat, misery, rock, and humidity. It is a tough life, and it doesn't get much easier going through the Twilight Mountains as Kuniyui makes their way over the pass, down past Kyuden Suzume, which you could almost pass without realizing that you were passing the seat of power for a minor clan, and on towards the border with the Golden Sun Plain. Yui, what is it that you would do finding yourself to be the first to arrive to Heyamura. The first thing that I do is find whoever it is I need to find to properly introduce myself. You are able to spot the magistrate to the village here, which is Suzumi Yuichi, an old wizened samurai, a magistrate who's been working here uh, for quite some time. His hair has now gone all white. They, His features are rough and worn, but he doesn't seem that old when you look into his eyes and you hear his voice. It is strong and steady, and it just seems that the life here and the uh, lands of the Sparrow have robbed him of uh, some extra years, as it were. Kunisan, your travel papers, please. Ah, uh, yes, and I produce them. Very good. Ah, from the Monastery of the Wardens. A tough occupation. You seem to be able to handle it, though, yourself, and they fold back up your travel papers and hand it back to you? Yes. Absolutely. I'm here to see Suzume Ryuji. Of course. Ryuji is probably one of my finest Yuriki that I've trained yet. A good man with a head for justice, if not the full knowledge of the law. He always knows the spirit of it, if not the letter. You are an old friend of his, then? Yes, I've known him for some time. And with sending a letter to me, I am interested in speaking to him as soon as possible. Of course, of course. Come on, let us walk. And it's a small village populated by Haman, who 
are enclosed that are rougher than most, patched beyond patching, threadbare in some places. Not many samurai live here. The homes are all made of a combination of bamboo and mud brick, not a lot of wood paneling. You're just from one clan over that the humidity just rots out the wood so quickly here that things have to be replaced as quickly as they can. So they don't use a lot of board lumber, and this is one of the poorest areas of the empire you've been through. And you live in the Kuni lands, which is a known for being inhospitable and difficult to raise crops in. But even still, it doesn't look like it's much easier here in the lands of the Sparrow. I definitely would notice the humidity on my makeup as well. Probably feels sticky and clammy and a little gross. That is true, yeah. It's the next worst humidity to being uh, out and about in the Shadowlands you find here in the Suzume Hills. But it isn't long before Yochi takes you to Hijuriki's house, but you hear the sounds of mourning before you get there. Two ancient monks sit outside the uh, door of the home, going through a funeral mantra, dirge, hymn, however you like to say it. They are doing the, the low groaning tones of those who weep and mourn for the loss of a, of a loved one. There's your friend's home. I will... Stay out here and look for anyone else who uh, shows up. I'm assuming more of his uh, old friends and fellow samurai from nearby will be coming through in the next couple of days before the funeral happens. Take care, and I hope to speak with you later. Of course. And I give him a nod and head inside. All right. And there you find Ryuji holding the form of a very tiny human being, this itty-bitty little baby, clawing and holding at him. But without crying, she looks about with curious wonder about the room. And for only being about a, a week or less old, she is just one of the most content babies that you've ever seen. Yui tries very hard to stifle a smile on her face. Uh, she clearly, at least to herself, wants to go coo at the baby, but is holding back, trying to be stern and serious about this situation. And it, but as you step within his doorway and from the rough exterior of the house, you find a house inside that looks just wonderful. There is art on the walls, fresh scrolls hanging down. It is a house abundant with art and games, a, a, a large go board and another board for shoji. Tea is set out by a hearth. It is just a very inviting, if humble home. Oh, Yui, it's, it's fantastic to see you again. Please come in. And Ryuji is there, and while the baby is bobbing in his arms, you realize that it isn't so much to soothe the baby as the baby seems completely fine and content, but it is that Ryuji is visibly shaken, and his arms are trembling at this moment. Are you all right? Yes, I'm, I'm getting by. It's difficult. Yes. As I imagine, taking care of this child on your own while also having to mourn your wife. Yes, uh, please can. This is this is Mariko, my daughter, Kagiya's daughter, and it is just his voice kind of breaks at the mention of his wife's name. It is ter terribly unfortunate to hear that she passed, but I, Yui clearly doesn't really know how to handle these situations very well, uh, so she stumbles with her words. But I am. Truly happy to see such an adorable child alive and healthy. And She reaches out and grabs hold of one of his fingers, and he just remarks, she is an incredible blessing. The fortunes have smiled upon me in the wake of uh, losing Kaguya to at least have such a even-tempered, wonderful baby girl. She's just been a wonder. And with that, who would arrive next? Directed by Yuichi to Ryuji's home and would be entering at this time? Uh, it's probably Ricci on, on horseback. Got here a little bit quicker. There you go. Yuichi has one of his doshin take your horse and goes ahead and provides it with a bit of hay, less than what you're used to seeing the uh, grooms provide in uh, the lands of the plentiful Okoto. But do you understand from your time spending with spent with Ryuji that the Suzume don't have much and what they are offering your horse is actually about double of what they can normally afford. And you come in and you find yourself face-to-face -face with two old friends, Kuniyui and a newcomer, this tiny little baby clutching to the finger of Ryuji as he talks with Yui. 
Richie will not say a word. He goes in to the household, takes a seat right near where Ryuji is at, and then just bows his head, claps his hands, says a small prayer to the ancestors, looks up at Ryuji and says, even though she is not here with us anymore, she is always with you. Note that life is very much the biggest battlefield of them all. And she has died in the most glorious manner possible. For that, you have my condolences and you have my congratulations. Thank you, friend. Come, meet my daughter. This is Mariko. This is my friend, Richie. And uh, Richie will actually reach out to take her. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he'll offer or not. He's hesitant at first, but he's also just so tired that the thought of being able to have someone else hold her for a moment actually gives him some relief, even if he is uh, the protective father and hands over his new baby girl to you. And Richie will, will hold her very gently and carefully and just like doing the, the standard playing with a, a baby kind of thing. Hold the finger out and you just make a, a, a crazy face at her. Just, oh, who's a good girl? Who's a good baby? And she just, she just coos and gives a bit of a laugh. Again, the baby is so very young at this age to have only uh, a certain level of interaction with the rest of it, uh, the rest of the world. But she is delighted by your silliness. And I would say that this is probably the first time either of you have really seen Richie act in, in such a manner that usually he is such the upstanding stalwart Okoto that to see him come down and baby talk with uh, this newborn is it starts uh, Ryuji even to stifle, try to stifle a laugh at that moment. She has a samurai spirit. I can tell already. <laughs> yes, but who knew you had this duality within you this whole time, uh, Ricci, that you could, with all the bluster of your ancestors and your devotion to Okoto, that you had uh, Koma's wicked smile in you as well. Of course. I must honor all facets of my family, and my mother watches over me as well. And it's that uh, point that Ryuji kind of starts to sway a bit, and he sets himself down onto a cushion on the floor. My friends, I'm so glad you are here. It has been exhausting these last these last days, this last week. I've hardly eaten or slept this entire time. I would normally offer to to get you something to eat, but if you'll forgive me right now, I could just to do with a sit. Do not trouble yourself. The road was not harsh. Indeed, is there anything that we may do for you? Oh, goodness. I, I really don't know at this point. And before he can even get uh, those words out, the third visitor, his third old friend, makes their way into his door. Before I go in on the journey, I would like to pick up a small gift for the child. A five-year kimono, because uh, it is traditional in Crane Lands not to give any gifts to the baby immediately, but to save them for later. Oh, very nice. And then when I arrived, I was like, all right, can I acknowledge the baby? Yes, I think I can, because they're not Crane. They do things differently. They're not going. There you go. So you're trying to remember the, the protocols of it, and the next thing you find yourself in a home that is not too unlike Sueno's home. The fact that this minor clansman lives in a home of G Zamurai, someone who is only within a generation moved up into the ranks of the aristocracy. And yet here is your old friend, Ryuji, sitting on a cushion surrounded by two of your friends and with uh, Okoto uh, Ricci bouncing a baby swaddled in rougher cloth than you've uh, seen other babies swallowed in, but still very tightly swaddled to keep away any chill from head to toe, just the eyes and it's the mouth open, it's big rooty cheeks out to the elements. And there you find your friends asking what they could do for Ryuji when you yourself finally step inside. I bow deeply as I enter the room. Oh, I am so grateful to have the opportunity to visit your home. I wish it were not under such sad circumstances. Please, um, may I come in? <laughs> of course, of course. Again, again, please. Oh, do not get up. Rest. Of course, thank Isn't... you. And he leans back against the wall. I would like to attempt a social role courtesy water to speak 
off topic a little bit and, and try and make him feel more relaxed. And let's see, see if I succeed and see if I get some opportunities to help release his d- distress. That'd be perfect. Yeah, no, I think uh, water is a fine uh, approach for that. Okay, I am going to roll three ring dice and two skill dice. Excellent. And for this, yeah, we'll call it T and one because poor Ryuji is exhausted and compromised at the moment. So his vigilance is only one. I will keep a success plus opportunity and a second success and a second opportunity. There Um, you go. So two success, two opportunity on three dice. All right. And then uh, since this is a social role and I think it applies all the time, to any type of persuasion or uh, influence that I think since you are trying to give a, a distracting conversation that isn't about the death of one's friend or even about the baby itself, I think this would come into play here. So you may use your doji school ability. All right. I would like to use my doji school ability to add two more opportunities to those. And Excellent. I need to double check to see how I could use those to, oh, shoot, I did the wrong ring for this. Oh, did you have extra die? Do you have a water of four? No, I had, uh, I, I should have done it in earth. Oh, would, were you trying to use the technique? Oh, no, I was trying to use the opportunities to remove strife from another. Ah, you know what? I'll allow it. What is your earth ring? My earth ring is two. Okay. So how about this? You still only get the one success, but you get the two opportunities, which Thank is still you. enough to do what you're looking to do here. All right. So in this case, you successfully do move the topic to something new, some bit of uh, small talk that is easygoing that everyone will enjoy and no one will disagree with in the doji way. And then you have four total opportunities to spend here in Earth. All right. I can certainly spend at least one of those to reassure them. And, and remove two strife that way. And then nice. I would like to go ahead and also suddenly recall a piece of information not directly re- related to that task. Something not related to this task. All but right. an important piece uh, of information that might be relevant. Maybe something we can I can remember from our time together that there we go. might have yeah. to do with their relationship or his attitudes on child raising or anything else that might have to do with this circumstance later on. Yeah, let me give some thought to that and I will get something for you to give you that the burst of, of inspiration of remembering uh, for old times. Thank you. All right. And it is about that time that our last visitor arrives. While the doji is uh, spinning tales and small talk, a stranger that even to themselves trying to remember who they were five years ago enters the home. Yeah. First, the shadow of Bisho just appears and then they enter and uh, surveys the room. And yeah, there you find four of your old friends and Yui, Richi and Gen are all sitting around having a wonderful talk about the weather as it is in the lands of the doji, about the beauty of passing the golden sun plains, and other things that are easygoing and frivolous to talk about, but are still pleasing. And everyone is talking with ease and, and comfort. And Ryuji even seems to calm down a bit, and they no longer seem to be as compromised as they were when everyone got there. The shaking in his arms has started to subside a bit. He's still clearly exhausted, but at least more at ease now. I'm going to be one of those people who just creeps up in the conversation, just comes in, even if nobody notices, and say, what's an adorable baby? Ah! Oh, uh, Bisha, Bisha, okay, hi. I was not, not expecting you here. I got a note. I heard there was something going on. And plus a celebration of a baby. That's always a fun thing. They aren't the only ones that was expecting to see you. That note was almost more of an afterthought. I'm surprised you had received it. You don't seem to have responded to any of the other letters I wrote you. A mutual friend of ours found it for me and said it was of great importance. And it is. You've gotten a daughter and some other things. But let's focus on the cute baby for the time being. 
His anger subsides at the mention of his daughter, and he reaches back out to Richie and starts to pull the baby back into his arms. Very well. Mariko, this is this is Bisho. This is someone I knew many years ago. Your mother and I were good friends with at a time. Mariko, that's such a beautiful name. Kaguya picked it out before she she passed. Mm. All right, then. I think it's uh, time I uh, did my duties as host. You all must be starving after the road. And he turns to head towards the hearth at his home and provides you all with a, a, a smattering of rice. But he starts to almost stumble and slouch as he near the small pot of rice in the hearth there. Please, I would be very honored if you would permit us to do this small task for you. <sighs> well... It's not the, the first time I've had to depend on others to help out. Uh, no, go right ahead. And he sits down close to the fire that's barely still going. It's mostly just coals at this point. And he bobbles the, the baby on his knee. I can cook. <laughs> hey, right on. There we go. So can Richie. All right, fair right. enough. So how about two of you? Who's going to make the primary role here? But someone should make a design role for me here for cooking. Oh, is, is cooking design? Okay, I could do it either way. Yes. Well, I, I, I consider it a utilitarian art, so I, I usually put it in under design. Does anyone else have a other good skill for uh, cooking? Design I sounds good. I mean, I would say if that's the case, then Ricci is a good critic, but not a good chef. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I can do it either way. I'm equally good if you did it in design or if you did it in labor, so we can... Ah, there you go. I, I can, okay, I guess I consider it this way. Labor would be, yes, very, very simple cooking to get through the day. Maybe design is more cuisine. So, uh, <laughs> yes. How might you want to go about it? Would you like to go through labor or design? I am happy to do it either way. It depends on what ingredients I have to work with. Of course, I've got sure. a few things in my pack, so... There you go. Yes. Um, you know what? I'm going to leave it open to you. I like both ideas quite a bit. Reach <laughs> the, while the Sparrow are not the wealthiest, they, they do enjoy a good meal. And his kitchen is is fairly well stocked. So you can pretty much grab a little bit of this, a little bit of that, something from your pack, and whip up something to eat, I'm sure. All right. I'll try and do it in design. And Excellent. we'll see how this, this uh, goes. Richie, would you still like to assist? Certainly. Uh, I have nothing else to provide you, so at least you can have an extra black dye. There you go. I yep, it'll give you an extra red dye. Yeah, yeah. Always good. good. I'm thinking uh, a meal to uh, get people to feel fine and friendly and spend some time with old friends. But even in these tough times with the limited kitchen that you're not really used to, let's just call it tea and two just because you're not used to this kitchen. You're not sure where anything is in his house. So we'll call it tea and two instead of a normal tea and one. And since I guess I have to be creative, I guess I've got to use fire for this. Huh? Oh, there you go. Yeah, fire works great. You're going to invent something out of uh, the raw materials that you have. We'll try it anyway. Let's see if the dice yes. are, are. So I will roll two for my fire, two ring dice for my fire, one skill dice for design, and one extra ring dice for my assistance. Yep, and you'll keep an additional die at the end of all this. And I do terrible. <laughs> okay, do you have anything cooking-related and advantages? Let me see. <laughs> yeah, let's just just on the off chance. I, I don't know how many of you have uh, decided to go into uh, the Kikita School of uh, Culinary Arts. <laughs> it's, it's not my forte, no. It would work for uh, fruit salad, one slice and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. All right. So you have for Kur Kurjan's blessing, which yeah, that's I don't know, it's for uh, particular scholarly pursuits and wisdom. I think I don't necessarily know if that's going to uh, kick in here. I don't know if he was known for his wisdom of recipes. <laughs> and yeah. Paragon of Sincerity, I also unfortunately don't think has has much here. No, and precise memory, but I don't know how common cookbooks are. However, sure. I do have one assistant, a help. I have an assistant <laughs> mm -hmm. who could potentially yeah. rescue me. I would say the assistant here knows a lot about food. <laughs> oh, that's right. We have a gourmet as an assistant there. You know what? For Tyler, why don't you go ahead and spend a void point and I will allow your gourmetness to allow her to reroll two of those dice. Point has been spent. Excellent. 
Uh, no, uh, Jin, son, no, you need to make sure the fire is hotter so that the rice can boil properly. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I suppose I'm not used yeah. to this. Allow me to grab some more dry wood for you. <laughs> Excellent. You. I love it. Thank you for your advice. <sighs> so let's see here. Oh! Hey. <laughs> hey, you know what? And it fits perfectly. Now you have two success, one opportunity, and two strife. It was a very stressful moment where you weren't sure if you were going to be able to pull this meal off. And you're like, I just am trying to put together some onigiri. All I need is rice and a loaf for hakaki, maybe a couple of plums, and things will be fine. And you're really stressing out over the whole thing. But with uh, your good friend's intervention, you're able to pull together a very simple yet satisfying meal. I, I may have tried to be too extravagant given the circumstances. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Akoto-san. There you are. Excellent. Of course. I understand there's only about so much you can do with yams. <laughs> it is an unfamiliar ingredient in Kutendoji, I admit. And Ryuji's, oh, and he just goes off about the different ways you can prepare yams, how you can cut them, slice them. You can uh, go ahead and bread them a little bit, fry them in a little bit of oil. The man you are just remembering from your days at the Shiromatsu, this man can talk for hours about yams and their preparation. It is one of the few foodstuffs they have here in the Sparrow Hills that grow in abundance. I did finally read Asako Katen's Codex on yams. You realize that? It was very fascinating. He had five different yam-devouring insects, but no yam-devouring insect predators. So I must be sure to investigate that while I'm here. And uh, the next uh, bit of time is spent between Ryuji and, again, going over what insects they might try to persuade to come in. Is there something that we might be able to pull in as uh, something to eradicate the pest? Meanwhile, the other three of you are now just completely lost into this conversation. Yams and bugs. It's, it's these, these days all over again when you all first met. And you all can't but uh, help but share a bit of a, a laugh at the two of them. All right. So eventually the baby makes its way to Bishu now that Ryuji uh, is talking with Gen and you finally get the baby passed into your arms and you just see this adorable little baby girl, all fresh faced and rubby, uh, ruddy cheeks and big fat rolls of fingers and oh. uh, all swaddled up, like I said, head to toe. Oh, yeah. I'm enjoying the baby, at least. Just... Everything else around, it's a little uncomfortable for Bisho, who's likes more luxury and brighter settings. But yeah, the baby makes it better. And the baby is totally going to have its cheeks played with. And then I'm going to hand it over to uh, Kuni Yui, who looks oh so comfortable with babies. Uh, if you hand it over, Yui will try to take the baby, but it clearly does not know how to hold a baby so just just support its head that's all you need to do but it's so small and fragile should i be holding this but once she actually through coaching from bisha once she actually gets the baby to her arms she does actually crack a smile and can't really stop herself from just she's she's so yeah. cute the next thing you find yourself starting to hum along to an old peasant folk song that you've known for years and uh, the baby is just delighted in your company and fascinated by your face paint. They keep trying to reach up and trace the lines of the red makeup against the white face paint. I try to gently keep her little hands from getting covered in various makeup because that'll just get absolutely everywhere. <laughs> but I am surprised, pleasantly surprised that she doesn't seem afraid of me. Yeah, uh, and this whole time that you guys have been here, over an hour now, maybe even two, the baby hasn't cried once, hasn't really caused a fuss or anything. This is, Yui says to Bisho, this is a very calm baby, isn't and she? For Yuji is just barely able to pull himself out of the, the conversation again about uh, bugs and yams to respond with, oh... You don't even know the half of it. I, I, I sometimes worry that I've waited too long between feedings because if it wasn't for one of the other local mothers to come by and offer offer to nurse Mariko, I would not know when she is hungry or when to change her. She hardly shows any discomfort at all. It's just a blessing of the fortunes. Benton has blessed me with this with this joyous wonder. I can see this baby has many blessings. 
I certainly hope it's that it's just blessings. You see a small frown on her face as the suspicion gently returns. Surely it would not be anything that serious. No. Come now. This is a, a glorious samurai baby. Of course. She, Yui tries to pass the baby to someone else and have a ponder about this. Oh, Richie will take her again. And Richie takes the baby, and the baby is just happy to see their silly lion uncle again now, as it were. And it's not before too long that you hear a bit of a commotion out in front of the house. And before long, a bit of an imperious motion of the door, and in walks this tall, just severe-looking man that you all remember as Kaguya's father. This is uh, Asawa no Shinomiya Gan, and he is... A Jimbo in full armor and Naganata, as always, behind him, and a small train of three maids behind them, yet carrying baggage and other such necessities. I'm Robert, Kobayashi Shinichi, your host and narrator. Thank you once again for listening. Remember to catch new episodes every Monday, and if you want to catch them early or are looking for more bonus content, please consider becoming a supporting member of the Patreon at patreon.com slash courtgames. To reach out to us, email the show at fortuneandstrife at gmail.com. I'm Tiff, and I play Kuni Yui. You can also find us on the web at courtgamespod.com, Facebook and Instagram under Fortune and Strife, and Twitter at L5RFNS. I am Tyler, and I've been playing Akoto Ricci. You can find me on Twitter or on Twitch as Churcher Games. I'm Paul, and I was playing Shishura Bishou. If you want to follow my other projects, I am the GM of two LGBT plus podcasts, Tales of Swordfall at Swordfall D&D, for D&D 5e, and Gates of Orchid and Iris at G-O-I-L-5-R for L5R 5e. This was Jeannie, a.k.a. Kakita Kaori, and also known as, at least today, Doji Gen. If you like, you can also find me on the Court Games RPG podcast, at the Winter Garden of the Kikita website, check out The Table is Yours for fiction readings of the FFG stories. This has been Fortune and Strife, a Court Games production in association with the Rokugani Historical Society. 